his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome, everyone, to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We just believe you ought to know about it. And we've got some really great guests to start out tonight. First of all, I want to say congratulations to the Timberwolves. The The game, you know, was 141 to 123 with Houston losing and the Timberwolves winning. And if I'm not mistaken, Jonathan, we have two teams that won today. That is correct. The Vikings also <laughs> won in their season <laughs> finale. The so good news for the Vikings to uh, end the season. Really great news, and we have some great guests for Center Stage. And so we want to get started with Sean Anonymous. Take a listen. I don't know what it is about Sean's music, but I remember when I first ran into it, and I just thought, now this is dance music. I mean, my hips move without me even thinking about it. <laughs> so COVID made Sean Anonymous annual birthday gig socially distanced, and this year he was work. He was looking forward um, to an in-person gig with friends like we all do. But unfortunately, it will have to be another online version of his big bash. But hey, what the heck? Last year for his big bash, the online version, Lizzo was among the guests who popped in. So who will show up this year? Let's find out from Sean Anonymous. Hey, what's going on, dude? Hello, Geraldine. How's it going? How have you been? <laughs> it's, I'm doing great. And I can see that you are doing well. I know you're disappointed with this year because you were so ready to do it live. Um, so how, are you, how do you feel about it now that you've, you've reached that point where you say, okay, we had to do it this way and it still went well? You know, it's, it's still a bit of a bummer, especially after having to go online last year. That was the first out of the 16 years that we've done it, that we had to cancel the in-person show. And as you know, a party is a little bit different where you can clink a glass with somebody or give your friend a hug or going to shows isn't quite the same on the internet, but we're going to make it happen. And uh, I'm just happy... It's truthfully more of a relief. I was just so worried that I would get people sick. And even though it was a tough decision, I know in my heart that it is the right one. Now, see, that's the whole thing, though. You really do care about those who love you, those who come in and support you. You really do care. And so even though we're disappointed whenever it's a virtual thing, um, we all know that you care and that your fans know that you care. So that's what's important. So tell me about this year and um, the virtual um, version of it. Okay. So instead of doing 7th Street Entry, which would have been fantastic, we're going to do Instagram Live. Um, just to keep it easy and it's accessible and it's free for everybody. I was thinking about hopping on Twitch. I've got a Twitch channel that I've been doing some 
little live streams and freestyles on during the pandemic. But I just want it to be accessible for everybody. So Friday from 7 to 9 p.m. on my Instagram Live, I'm going to go on there, interview a couple special guests. I'm going to check in with the artist that designed the poster. We're going to have him do some live art. So he'll pop into my feed and start the painting and then later on I'll check back in with him and see how it goes throughout the night and uh, it'll be some performances from the acts that are on the bill and also hopefully some performances from some special guests from out of town as well. Oh come on you're not going to tell us? Not even one? Yeah well I'm still I'm kind of working it's all coming together kind of last minute. uh, I'm not sure if we'll be able to get Lizzo on there like last year. I uh sent her a message and she said that she was working and I said that you should go get that money while you can because who knows the world is an interesting place and uh who knows what happens tomorrow or next week but uh there are a couple other special guests of mine friends that I've made throughout traveling and touring for the last 10 or 15 years and hopefully we'll have some uh cool folks pop through yeah, I know you will. And the, the disappointing part is we can't be around each other, and it's really difficult for me, too. Uh, my sister and I had a big show that was coming up at Crooners on December 29th, had to cancel because of COVID, and that's what I'm hearing from all the bands. It's like, oh, man, COVID hits one person in the band. we got to cancel. And it's hard, but you really should because you don't want to spread it to your audience or anything like that. How have you been doing with your own protocols? My own uh, protocols, is that what you Yeah, said? your COVID protocols, yep. I mean, yeah, has it been you know, difficult to define even? Down. I, uh, on, I feel like everything is a spectrum, and right when COVID started two years ago, I was double masking up, washing my hands, just bathing in hand sanitizer constantly throughout the day, wiping down my food packages, you know. And as the pandemic keeps on going along i i've tried not to let my guard get dropped because when we hear about it every day and it's become such a part of our everyday life in the news for two years i think it's easy to get numb to how many people are sick when this is so shocking a year and a half ago we're uh, reaching similar numbers now but it just it doesn't seem the same. Obviously, we have things like the vaccine and boosters, and there's new drugs coming out to help people that do get sick. So we're in a different spot. But just looking at the numbers of not just the rates going up, but hospitalizations, I uh, made the tough decision. But it wasn't as cut and dry as last year. Last year, obviously, we couldn't do it live. But I... Uh, One thing is I don't judge people that are still throwing shows and performing now. I don't want it to be this thing where I seem like some virtuous guy and I get so much love for canceling my show when I was truthfully promoting the show up until the day I canceled it. it. 48 hours ago, I woke up, made a post, hey, everybody come out to my show, it's going to be so fun. And then two hours later, I said, hey, everything is canceled because it just clicked with me i found out one of my band members has covid as well and i thought if there's and there was another one of the acts that just recovered for covid so i was thinking if two of the 14 performers have covid right now 
what's the chances that we can put on this show and keep everybody safe? And I just couldn't be certain that it was the case. But I do want to shout out all the venues, not just venues, but if you're an event planner or a bartender, it's hard to make the choice between going to work and feeding your family and keeping that roof above your head and staying safe. It's not really much of a choice. So I hope... uh, I hope we can get it together. I hope there's some more leadership or solid protocols or knowledge that could be passed down from the top down to let us know. Because it was really tough. Me as a rapper, this is what I keep on telling my friends, I'm not sure if rappers should be put in the spot to make public health decisions for hundreds of people. (laughs) No offense (laughs) to rappers, but... Yeah, but but we all, the performers, we love what we do, and so we try our best to get it done. And because we were booked for live performances and then everything has to stop uh, because of one or two people in the in the group or in the band or in the audience or whatever you have, even the people working at some of the venues, it's, it's very difficult, but at the same time you feel better when you're protecting people than when you don't. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm all for that. And I really just want to tell you thank you for noticing how important that is. Even if you have to pivot at the last minute, you did it for for those who um, are your big fans, those that are a part of your group, and they know you care. So that really matters. So thank you for that, Sean. I wish all musicians really felt that way. Not all of them do. You know, I've heard terrible stories. I don't know if they're true, uh, even though they come from the mouth of people that I respect. But I've heard some terrible stories about people going, look, we have to do this gig, you know. Um, and what we have to realize is that sometimes we just shouldn't. And you're, you made the right decision on that. So now, what is coming up next? You're going to do this whole virtual thing. I know you don't want to. It's a totally different thing when people watch it virtually. Um, do you think people are tired of the whole virtual experience, or do you think they're ready to see you virtually again? I think that they're ready. I think that they would love to come and watch me perform live, and I would just like I would love to have them there and feel the energy of a crowd and a packed venue and getting sweaty and accidentally bumping on people and clinking of glasses and all that. But uh, I think that this is kind of a blessing. I was so nervous and it was so hard promoting this show. It's hard to sell something that you don't believe in. And I usually I can be so proud of my birthday show. I've done it. This will be the 16th or 17th year. I'll have to double check. I forget. Um, and usually it's the most proud that I can be about something like this is a great lineup at a great venue. Come, I guarantee it'll be a blast. And this year I wasn't able to say it. And it kind of felt like if I owned a pizza shop and I knew that the pizzas weren't that good, I wouldn't feel as strongly or couldn't say full-heartedly like yeah come to my pizza shop and this year I kind of felt that way about the show so personally I'm super glad to do it online um I wish we could do it in person but this is the way it's got to be truthfully the occupancy at 7th street entry is about 250 people I think right And last year, throughout the stream, we had 500 to 1,000 to 2,000. But right after um, Lizzo jumped in as a special guest, it jumped up to being something around, I think, 10 
to 11,000 people watching. So there are some big benefits to doing it online as well. That's right. That's right. Well, I sure look forward to the next time you are available, whether it's online or in person. I wish you well. Um, I think you got a kind heart, Sean. So just keep up the great Uh, work, okay? Thank you so much, Sherilyn. And uh, Happy New Year. Same to you. I hope these times are tough for everybody. And I hope everybody listening is doing well. And I hope that you're doing well as well. Take care of yourself, Sean. Be safe. Be healthy. All right. Take it easy. See ya. All right. I have so enjoyed uh, talking to him a couple of times, and I think that um, what he presents is from his heart. Um, I do really believe that he cares about people and say, you know what? No, we can't do it. We just can't. I can't expose you or me to what we could be getting. So I don't know who it's going to be this year that's going to step into the the whole um, virtual experience that Sean Anonymous is going to do, but it'll be worth it. I know it will be. So stay tuned. I hope to get to hear more about what is coming up. Now, my next guest at 923 is Nathan Keepers. Who is Nathan? Oh, man. Well, he's another casualty of COVID, that's for sure, because the COVID thing uh, was scheduled opening of the last work by the moving company, uh, Ananesis, and I can't wait to talk to the producing artistic director, Nathan Keepers, about having to uh, reschedule like so many of us and to hear what Ananesis is all about. So stay tuned. We'll be back. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We just believe you ought to know about it. And of course, here's another casualty of COVID that was scheduled um, for the opening of the latest work by the moving company. You've heard them on uh, Center Stage before. The name of the show is Ananesis. And last night was the scheduled opening, but some cases within the group pushed it back another week. Uh, We find out more from the producing artistic director, Nathan Keepers. Hey, Nathan, how are you? Hi, Geraldine. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I hear that the uh, truncated name that you're using now is Moco. I kind of like that. (laughs) Yeah, we kind of go between Moco and the moving company. It depends on how you're feeling, I suppose. 
I'm feeling good about MoCo. I just want <laughs> yeah, you to know it's, it that's pretty cool. So <laughs> this is really frustrating. It is. It, it's, it, it is. I, I know so many bands, including our own, um, our group. Um, I had yeah. COVID and had to have an event to cancel. And it's so frustrating because you don't know if anyone else is going to get it over the next three to four weeks sometimes. Yeah. You know? I mean, so tell me, how this has point, this been for you? Well, you know, at this point, you just kind of... I mean, well, I'll say this. We were lucky that we were we were able to run the show earlier in December. So we were lucky that this we're actually bringing the show back. So in the in January here. So our our reopening got pushed into next week. But, you know, you roll with the punches. You just have to start to roll with it and really make decisions day by day. It's really not, true. It's not easy, but um, that's how I find is that you just go day by day and take care of each other and watch testing and our health and stuff and just make those decisions as we go and hope that we can do it. That's a greeting card right there. Could you put that together for us and send it out to all the artists? No, seriously. I would send that to every artist I know because it was well said, Um, and it really means a lot when you hear something like that. So tell us what this show is all about. Anamnesis. Well, um, the show Anamnesis, yep. Um, we gave ourselves a fun challenge with the title. Um, but the title actually comes from this, uh, we found this word when we were writing the show that uh, has a particular definition. That's, the definition is the remembering of things from a supposed previous existence. And we sort oh. of, in writing the show, and in the moment we were in, we were writing last summer. It just felt like sort of exact for the for the COVID moment, the remembering mm-hmm. of things from a supposed previous existence. So the show is really, I mean, simply about a group of people who arrive into a space and ask the question, where were we? And then they proceed to uh, put back together the show that they were making before they had to leave for Mm. an extended period of time. We don't really name what that is, but they are putting back together the show that they were doing. And in the process of doing that, they sort of question what that was and whether they still need to do it. And if, whether that even matters and how do you move on? Basically, that how do you move like forward? A, <laughs> that sounds like a, you know, um, one of those, what is his name? Rod Serling shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, looking back, going forward. It's, and this is a tough time. So as you are still keeping the actors involved, the lighting, the directors, all of that is engaged in this opportunity to either get it up and running or not. How difficult has that been to make those decisions? Um. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, it's been, it's difficult in the sense that, yeah, I, it's difficult in the sense of not knowing, right? That's the real difficulty of it. The, But, like, even this last week, I'll say this, is that there's something still even cathartic, knowing that we are postponing it, that we still rehearsed, we still worked it, we still fixed things, we still had the lighting designer in the room and the costume designer and the director. And we were all uh, thinking about the piece 
um, as if we were doing it the next day or that day. And that was cathartic, actually, to just like to keep your head down and do the work and not forget that that work, it does exist and we will do it at some point. Um, so that's helpful, I would say, is if you can keep in mind that the work still exists and we still exist when we're mm-hmm. doing it. <laughs> Which is good news, by the way. That right. is great news. <laughs> It's got to be tough, though. It's got to be really tough. It's tough for theaters right now. We're seeing some of them opening and closing, and it gets really frustrated. But you guys keep moving on. That's why you call the movie company. Well, we do. We have to, you know, if you, right, obviously, we're all in the same arts organizations or artists or, or live performance artists, I should say. Let's just put it that way. And there's a financial question that it's, it's, that's, probably the hardest thing is financially mm-hmm. not knowing and, and losing a lot financially. Um, but So have you, have you um, decided to try to get money to help replace uh, what you've lost? I think we will, yeah. I think as we go forward and once we get into the more, I think once we get out, especially once we get out of this Surge. It feels like the Omicron surge also is keeping hold right now in -hmm. terms of knowing and not knowing. I feel like once we have an understanding of what we did lose financially, we will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I sure encourage you. Granting or. Or donating. Just anyone donating. That's the key, right? And all of us can donate. Where do we go to help the moving company? Where do we go to donate? Uh, we can go, You uh, folks can go to themovingcode.org and hit, uh, there's a donate button on the website there, and it'll take you through to uh, donate directly through that. So I think that Fantastic. would be, I would, you know, buy tickets or donate. Or donate. It's Again, it's themovingco.org, themovingco.org. Nathan, I wish you well. Don't despair. Don't... Um, don't worry. It's all going to yeah. come back eventually. We just got a little ride to go on. We do. We <laughs> it's no yeah, fun, but we have that. to do it. Same, same yeah. to you. Same all, right. all right. Take care of yourself, and we look forward to Anamnesis, okay? Great. Thank you, Darren. Take all care. Right. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. That is Nathan Keepers. He's the producing artistic director um, of The Moving Company. And please go online to www.themovingco.org to donate uh, or buy tickets or both. That could really support them. All right, we're going to take a break. And our next guest coming up is um, Becca Malik. And you have to hear about what is happening, uh, what she is in charge of right now. I'm very excited about it. It sounds like a blast. Stay tuned. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. I am so excited about this interview because I think that this is a remarkable event that is coming up. Now, having already delighted audiences in more than 80 cities worldwide, Candlelight aims to create an accessible and ambient space to enjoy the works of the greatest composers, such as Vivaldi, Mozart, and Beethoven, and is now coming to Minneapolis. Now, they're known for performances in unique venues worldwide, from churches to libraries to mansions and other historic landmarks. Minneapolis will be no exception, with concerts taking place in some of the most stunning venues, such as the Granada Theater. If you haven't been there, checked it out. Oh my gosh, you have to go. Um, it was once an iconic theater from the silent film era, and now it's a contemporary Spanish revival-style uptown entertainment hub. There's another um, option for you, the Calvary Baptist Church, established in 1886, 1886 and part of a densely diverse neighborhood and the Leopold Mississippi Gardens, where guests can soak up the atmosphere and the beautiful gardens nestled along the Mississippi River. Now, the concerts will feature Vivaldi's Four Seasons, Beethoven's Best Works, and Chopin's Best Work as well. I am so excited to introduce to you um, from associate producer Becca Malik, and I hope I have that correct. Am I saying your name correctly, Becca? Is it Malik? Yes, Malik, correct. Malik, I apologize. This is so cool, and I'm so excited that it's finally here in Minneapolis. Tell us more how it came here and what we can expect. Yes, of course. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be able to speak about the Candlelight Concert Series. Um, you mentioned a little bit about it. It's a Fever original event, and Fever is an entertainment discovery platform with a mission to inspire people through experiences, and we like to help people discover the best things to do in their cities. But then we also realized we wanted to create these unique um, experiences for people to, to have in their city as well. And so since 2019, Fever has produced this series of classical music and jazz concerts 
in intimate candlelight settings all over the world. We're in over 80 cities, um, such as New York, Madrid, Sydney, and now Minneapolis. We're excited to continue to grow in the U.S. and open new cities as we go. And so Candlelight, um, as a series, was born with an objective to really make cultural experiences more accessible. We want to bring these genres closer to music lovers of all ages, um, but we also want to give visibility to exceptional talent, um, to artists who are local to each city that we're in. And then, of course, we want to highlight spaces and venues that form part of a city's unique heritage. You know, it's quite remarkable. Um, we have seen many of the um, opera houses as well as uh, orchestra halls all over the world, all over the country, that has really um, gone out of their way to make sure that they work with other artists and other genres and that sort of thing. And it sounds like Fever is something like that. Like you have the can- Candlelight Soul featuring Aretha Franklin music and Janis Joplin and more at the Granada Theater. You have the Candlelight Tribute to ABBA, oh my God, and Calvary Church. That's at Calvary Church. You've got film scores and Hollywood epics. I mean, it goes on, even fa- favorite anime themes. It's remarkable. How did you come up with this concept and how have people received it? Yeah, well, like I said, really the idea was to bring genres of music that maybe people haven't connected with, such as classical music. Now, I'm a long-term classical music lover. My grandmother introduced me when I was young. But I know for a lot of people, they don't have that experience. And so to be able to bring it to new and exciting venues that will draw people in, to be able to... um, to look at these bands that are so iconic, like ABBA or Queen, and then we have incredible staff who curate these programs to hopefully draw music lovers um, who maybe have never heard classical in this way before, but they love classic rock songs. And so they can come and experience this new, unique, exciting um, program. And then also in that in that way, see artists who are local to their community, see small venues that are in their cities that they might not have known about. I think it's remarkable. And is this um, something that children should be able to come to as well? Um, I believe that it's children 10 and older are welcome at events. Yes. Okay, 10 and older. So now that many, it's coming to Minneapolis, what are you hearing from people that are buying the tickets or are saying, wow, this is so unique. I've got to go and bring everybody in the family. What are you hearing? We are hearing that exactly. We're hearing people who are saying, I've been from this area and I had no idea about the Granada Theater. And now that I've been there, I want to keep coming back and I want to tell everyone they have to go to a candlelight. Or we're also in the Westminster Presbyterian Church. We're doing shows in their sanctuary, which is beautiful, incredibly beautiful, and great acoustics. So again, people are who may not have ever stepped into this church building are coming in and going, "Wow, this was incredible! The strings are powerful in that big sanctuary." Um, It's it's really going over well, and it really makes us excited to know that the local community is excited about these performances as well. 
You know, all of my guests so far during this hour, we've been talking about how COVID has interrupted yeah. so many events. And of course, just hearing you talk about all of these places that are listed between now and January 27th, I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, please don't let this interrupt it because it's so unique, so wonderful that it's in all of these different venues. And and each venue, what is the largest venue that you will be at? Is, is, is it Westminster Church? Yes, Westminster is our largest venue currently. Yeah, well, and I what's so unique about our experience is that we really were focused on this intimate concert idea. And so uh, we've been able to adapt um, and keep things keep things safe and keep things running in a time when when COVID is slowing things down. And that's really smart. I think that was a smart decision. You know, some people say, no, we need to have bigger venues, make more money. But what you guys are doing and trying, you're really trying to show what can be done in these small venues with such Absolutely. incredible music. So congratulations on this. Again, it's for ages 10 and up. Um, are, are you social distancing at all? Or are you just saying, come and we'll make sure that everything is safe. You'll let people know if there's any challenge, but so far, so good. So, yeah, so far come we'll wear your mask um but come see us we're doing everything possible to keep our guests and our staff safe were you able to go to the tribute to abba were you there i i was not um but i recently was able to see in a different city but it's coming to minneapolis i saw our tribute to Coldplay, which is a solo piano concert and it is spectacular oh Coldplay, love that group yeah, too <laughs> that one is incredible yeah, you've got Bach to the Beatles. You've got rock classics on strings. I can just hear, we will, we will rock you. I can just hear all of that. I'm so excited about it. So I do hope that when it comes um, that I will be able to check it out. Is our first one on January 12th? Yes, the next show is on the 12th at the Granada Theater, and that's the Film Scores and Hollywood Epics, which is a really fun program. Are we talking Star Wars or what are we talking it yeah, Star Wars. I think the a lot of themes from see. There's some Pixar things, The Godfather, um, Game of Thrones, Harry Potter. Some fun big, fun big things. You guys are not playing around. This is awesome. Well done. Congratulations, and thank you for including Minneapolis in all of this. The Twin Cities is going to love, love, love this. Again, it begins here on January 12th through the 27th. Do I have that correct? Yes, that is correct, and we'll be we'll be through February and March as well. So we're very excited to see you. We hope you'll be able to join us. Oh, I got to make it to one of them, at least one of them. Producer, uh, associate producer Becca Malik, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Sure, appreciate it. What a great idea. Thank you very much. All right, take care. You as well. And just stay tuned, you guys, as you hear about this candlelight uh, events that are happening between January 12th and February 4th, just know that there's even a tribute to Taylor Swift. So those of you that are not sure, that love all of this kind of music, and to hear it in this very intimate, these intimate spaces, go and check it out. I'm sure going to do my best to get there and hope that people will stay safe, of course. All right, we're going to take a break and come back with our final guest tonight. Uh, I'm so looking forward to a show called Binus Six Apples. Is it Bina or Binos? We will find out in a moment. And it's all happening at the Children's Theater. We'll be back in a moment. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We just believe you ought to know about it. Uh, take a listen. I believe we have some music. Oh, we do not. I apologize. Okay, so here's the deal. There is a new show um, at the Children's Theater that started tonight, and it's running through February 13th. Of course, we love the Children's Theater, and it's a show called Bina's, let me make sure that I get this correct, Bina's Six Apples. Now, this is all about Bina's family, who grows the finest apples in all of Korea, but when war forces her to flee her home. Bina's is Bina is alone in the world with just six precious apples to her name. Now can these meager possessions help find her her family? Well, that is the premise for Bina's six apples. And joining us to talk about it is the playwright Lloyd Suh. Hey Lloyd, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure to be on the program. I love the title of uh, this particular piece. Tell me why you wrote it. Oh, well, there's a piece of family lore that's been um, just, like, I remember from my childhood uh, when I would ask my parents who, um, they immigrated to this country in the early 70s, and uh, during the Korean War, uh, at the uh, peak of the Korean War, my father was about five or six years old. Mm. And... When I would ask him, like, what do you remember about that time? The thing he would always talk about was that um, his family, they grew up in a, he grew up in an apple orchard. He was the youngest of 11 children. And he would tell me about how um, they, in preparation for everybody to leave as the fighting started progressing further and further south, uh, was they gathered all this stuff. And as the youngest of this large family, they gave him this little backpack uh, just filled with apples, and he remembers this, in, you know, this feeling uh, that it was a happy memory. It was like probably something where his uh, parents gave him just to feel useful or just to feel like he was part of it. Um, uh, then it was practically that they really needed those that particular small backpack of apples. But he remembers feeling like he was contributing; that it was uh, important that he was carrying something uh, really important. And so, yeah, that um, that's always been a very, uh, just like powerful image to me personally. I just think it's beautiful. The title of it, the the reason why you wrote it, uh, and what it's all about, I think it's quite beautiful. When I was able to visit um, South Korea, and I had a, tan- a chance to go to Seoul, Korea, as well as, um, oh, I hope I get it right, is it Ban? Uh, 
I can't remember the name, so please forgive me, but I, I'm telling you, it was just beautiful. And what I learned about the culture in South Korea is that stories are everything. They mean so much to the families. It's being passed down over and over again. And I think we've kind of lost some of that in the United States over the decades. Um, but how beautiful it is that you chose this particular one where a family grows the finest apples in all of Korea. Just that line alone makes me want to come see it. So tell Tell us about this whole process for you. Once you found out this is the piece I want to write about, how much time did it take you to do all of the research on getting all the understanding and putting this whole thing together? Oh, that's such an interesting question because, uh, like, honestly, like, if I'm thinking back, like, this, that piece of family lore was something that I had uh, just mentioned one time to uh, my agent, Beth Blickers, um, like many, many years ago. And I had worked on a, another play here at Children's Theater Company um, in around 2013, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And during the opening night party for that play, Alyssa Adams, who was the uh, director of, our, uh, of uh, new play development at the time, uh, heard about that story from Beth and came up to me and very adamantly was like, that is a play for young audiences. And I was like, oh, I don't, I hadn't thought it. It never occurred to me. I, just, I, 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 I couldn't see it right away. Um, mm. But eventually, like the more I thought about it, I, I thought about it, and I was like, okay, let me just try. And so right. once I started, and I'm not kidding, I, it's never, I've never worked like this. I'm not this kind of writer. But once I started, I just couldn't stop. And I just like, within, I, I look back, and within a couple of days, I had like a full draft, and obviously it's changed a, a great deal since that first draft. But, Always, <laughs> um, it, it just kind of, it just kind of, uh, it was, it was, um, it felt like aggress- it felt aggressive uh, in a way that felt like um, th- something that I just needed to do and didn't really know I needed to do it. Well, I'm so um, looking forward yeah, to seeing this show. It is showing now through February 13th. Forgive us for um, having to cut it short, Lloyd, but I wish you well. I think no it's problem. beautifully done. I'll be, I'll be checking it out myself. That is Lloyd Sutt. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, sir. Blessings. Good night, everyone. This is Center Stage. Coming up next is the Mom and Michael Hour, and it is my favorite hour. You know that. All right. We'll be back in a moment. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.